Glad to be with you for Central Moments again today. And thank you for the many of you who join every day. It's great to walk through Scripture with you. We're spending the summer in the Psalms right now. And Psalm chapter 11 reminds me of those moments that sometimes I just want to escape. You just read the news, watch the news, hear the news, you get overwhelmed. You've got friends going through hard problems. Sometimes you just want to escape. And it's appropriate at times. Uh, when you just need to take a vacation, you just need to get away from things. It's inappropriate when you start using drugs and alcohol just to escape, when you spend hours and hours and hours every day just binge-watching TV or scrolling social media just to get out of your life and escape from the realities around you. And David deals with this issue of wanting to escape himself in Psalm chapter 11. And in the 11th Psalm, he writes verse 1, In the Lord I take refuge. That's a good positive affirmation. In the Lord, I take refuge. So how then can you say to me, flee like a bird to the mountain? Uh, so I'm, I'm going I'm to stake the ground right up front that the Lord's my refuge. My refuge is not whether things are going well on the international scene or not. My refuge isn't found in gas prices going down or inflation moderating. Uh, my my uh, refuge is not even in uh, less violence in our cities. My refuge is ultimately in the Lord. And so, and so why do I have these thoughts like, I just need to run away, just help me escape all of this. Flee like a bird to the mountains, he's saying. Why, why are you telling me to do that? For look, the wicked do bend their bows, and they set their arrows against the strings to shoot, to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. And, and so we're, we're seeing, just like in America today, we're, we're just seeing increasingly what's right being called wrong, and what's wrong being celebrated as right. We're seeing increasing, this increased sidelining of people who hold to Christian moral values. Um, we see the cancel culture. We see all of these things developing and the upright in heart are being shot at. And then he asks that amazing question, so when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? When we see culture crumbling all around us, what, what, what can the righteous do? And obviously one of those one of the options is what maybe too many people in, in our churches are doing across our land, and that's just hunkering down and either living in denial or outright getting into escapism. I just want to find things that make me feel good, and that's the way I cope with things that aren't going right in my world. But here's, here's, here's a powerful statement of two theological realities that are going to refocus David and not let him come, uh, succumb to this temptation just to escape. First of all, the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne, and he observes everyone in, on earth, and his eyes examine them. Sometimes we paraphrase that verse simply by saying, you know what, God's still on the throne. God's still on the throne. Sometimes I have to say that to myself when I look at world events. But God's still on the throne. Jesus is still coming back again. And he, he, he's not blind to what's going on. He, he knows and sees what's going on. And there's a great spiritual conflict going on in the heavenly realms that, that he is allowing to manifest until finally he defeats and deals with evil. But listen, you can stay in the game. You can keep, still keep making a difference. You can keep investing in people's lives. You can still f face people who disappoint you, yet whatever negative might be around you, 
and in the people, we can stay engaged in their lives. Even in our own lives, we can stay people of faith. Why? Because Jesus is still on the throne. The second thing he says is that in the end, God is just. On the wicked, he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. Uh, sometimes we get offended at the judgment of God, but yet we all want justice everywhere. And when God's just, let's let him be just. The fact is, there's coming a day when evil is going to be paid back for what it deserves. For the Lord is righteous. Why? Because the Lord is righteous. He loves justice, and the upright will see his face. So there's two great theological uh, confessions here. Number one, God's still on the throne. Number two, God, in the end, is going to bring justice to our world. That's why I don't have to be an escapist. That's why I don't have to just try to feel better all the time. But I can engage this broken world and this spiritual battle in the name of the one who's ruling and who, in the end, will bring justice and trust his saving work, even to break in, into my world and into my life, even this week. So, Father, we thank you for this. We, we all confess to sometimes just want to throw up our hands and run away. But Lord, thank you David didn't succumb to that. Thank you he came to that reaffirmation that you're on the throne. Thank you you're on the throne with our families. Thank you you're still on the throne and you see what's going on in our world. And we pray that as, as the scriptures declare, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. We pray, God, that you will, you, for the day, we yearn for the day when you will bring justice. But we pray that you will give us the strength not to run, but to when everything's crumbling around us, that we'll stay faithful to you and that we'll even more be reaching out with your grace to other people. Use us today. Speak through us today. Help us to love people. Help us to make a difference because we know you're a God of justice and that you are on the throne. Thank you for victories already today that we can know. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.